This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusley's Safe Haven Podcast, where we receive a fresh message from the Lord each and every week. Welcome to another episode of Brian C. Pusley's Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusley, praying that everyone's doing well today. Uh, today is a pretty good day. Um, it's a great day because, you know what, we were blessed with another day. There are those out there that were not, and unfortunately, as uh, with sad news, I had been asking those for prayer, uh, asking everyone for prayers for my uncle uh, the past couple weeks. Um, have some sad news today. Um, on that, uh, this past Monday, he passed away. Um, and so I just ask that you keep uh, my uh, my aunt and my cousin uh, and the rest of the family in. In your prayers today, uh, this week, uh, the funeral will be later this week. Um, it, it's a rough time. I, I will be uh, over uh, officiating the service this week. So it's it's a tough time, a rough time. But you know what? God is still good. God is still able. Just pray for uh, comforting strength uh, for my aunt and my cousin. And uh, for me, as I will be delivering the eulogy, uh, pray that you just keep me lifted up. It's been, like I said, it's been a very, very, very rough week for me. So, therefore, um, just trying to get through it. But, anyway, I'm uh, going to have a great service today. Uh, we're going to be coming from uh, Psalm, uh, one of the Psalms today. Um, the, the message is going to be, where is my help? Um, I believe that's a great, great topic of choice for today um, because, you know, a lot of us are going through things. And... Many of those things we are asking for help. Now, who are we asking? Hopefully we're asking the Lord, but we'll get more into that in a little bit. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Um, stay t- Scripture time here at Safe Haven. I pray that you have your stores, your Bibles, your Bible apps uh, ready. Going to be coming from Psalm 18. Uh, once again, we're going to be coming from Psalm 18. We're just going to be reading the sixth verse today. It reads, and I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. And my cry to him reached his ears. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer time here at Safe Haven. I'm praying once again for all the sick, shut in, bereaved today. Um, it's a very tough time. It's a very tough time out there for all of us. For those who are going through job struggles, life struggles, bereavement struggles, this this is a real good time for you to turn all your cares and concerns to the Lord. You may not believe that he'll do everything that he can right away, but if you believe that he can do anything, and I do mean anything, now is the time to go to him in prayer. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you right now for another day. We want to thank you for the opportunity to be able to to wake up this morning. For many did not get a chance to wake up and see today, oh Heavenly Father. So right now we're praying for the families of those who are bereaved right now, Heavenly Father. We're praying for those who are sick right now, Heavenly Father, for those who are shut in and unable to do whatever that they feel like doing or whatever they desire to be doing. We pray right now 
for those that just feel like they just can't go on anymore. Heavenly Father, give them a spirit to go on, oh Heavenly Father. Let them know that their legacy must continue, no matter what it may be, oh Heavenly Father. We pray right now for every church door that's open in your name. We pray for every pastor. We're praying for every preacher. We're praying for every minister. We're praying for every mayor, for every governor, for every president, oh Heavenly Father. We're praying for all our family members, oh Heavenly Father. We're praying for those that we don't even talk to. We're praying for those we haven't talked to since 1982, Heavenly Father. We're praying for those right now that we've never met. We're praying for those that we have yet to see, oh, Heavenly Father. We're praying for the future right now, Heavenly Father. We pray that you just do something with us. Bless us in a way that you see fit right now, Heavenly Father. Right now, I pray that you keep, lift me up, oh, Heavenly Father, today. Use me in a way that you see fit, oh, Heavenly Father. For you know I've been feeling the way I've been feeling all week long. Some of it down and some of it out and some of it just not around, oh, Heavenly Father. But I thank you for giving me one more chance to fulfill your purpose, oh, Heavenly Father, on this day. So use me that the way you see fit. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable today, O Heavenly Father. You are still my Redeemer. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today's message is, Where's My Help? Coming from Psalm 18, verse 6. Today's message is, Where's My Help? Coming from Psalm 18, verse 6. Let us prepare to hear a message from the Lord. It's message time here at Safe Haven. Praying once again that you have your Bibles and Bible apps ready. Um, we're still coming from Psalm 18, uh, verse 6. It reads as follows. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. The word of God for the people of God Thanks be to God. For the next few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, where's my help? Where's my help? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to come right now and just first say thank you. We want to thank you for one more opportunity, oh Heavenly Father. We want to thank you for the message that we're about to receive and the messenger who's about to deliver it, oh Heavenly Father. Let the, empty me out right now. Empty out my spirit, oh Heavenly Father, and fill me up with your Holy Ghost. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. Your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Where is my help? We, came, we come in today on this letter of Psalm that was written by King David. We all know who David is. David was the part of the bloodline that Jesus came from. David was the one who did some interesting things as a king. Yes, I say interesting and starting even before he became before he became a king. He's gone through a lot in his life. But the one thing that was always a constant, no matter what he did, right or wrong, he always turned to the Lord. Always. When we start off today, uh, even before, uh, if you read the entire text in general, all Psalm 18, you'll understand this, but I'm going to read just a bit, a, a bit of it from verse 1 uh, to about 3. Here's the funny thing. And you're going to enjoy this because maybe you're going through something like this. And you have to get it out of you. This is what he said, what David said. He said, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, 
my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So I shall be saved from my enemies. I don't know about you, but that says a lot right there. Because a lot of the times we go through things. We do. It's life. We go through things. We go through great things. We go through bad things. We go through wonderful things like birthday celebrations and weddings and whatnot. And then we go through other sides that's not so great. That's divorces, separations, you name it. We go through it. But, you know, if we relied on our own devices, we might not make it. Amen. I know there are a lot of people out here who are saying, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't be single forever. Or I can't work on this job because it's killing me. It's, the grind is just too much for me. I can't go on because it's just too much. Take me back to being a kid or take me someplace else. Anything. We're all going through it. But here's the thing. Where are we who are we turning to for help? If you're saying you're going to turn to a friend, that's cool. Now, if the friend is on some some other stuff and they're not going to help build you up and the only thing they're going to do is tear you down even more so so you can so they can be above you that's not a friend that's an enemy that's satan talking through your friend using your friend to do harm to you you picking up that bottle and you know what i'm talking about drinking away drink it all away drink away all drown your sorrows they say well guess what your sorrows ain't drowned your sorrows at bay just waiting for you to come back. Come back to sobriety. Amen? You see, it's kind of hard to go through something without having some kind of assistance of some kind. Amen? You see, we all we sometimes look at God and we just try and ask for a quick fix. Amen? We, we, we do. It's fine. We all do. Some ministers do. I've done it a couple of times myself. Until the Lord turned me around and showed me the error of my ways. But before then, yes, I would do that and say, I just want to quickly, quick, like, God, get me out of this mess. And, and think it's just going to happen just like that. We all think it's going to happen just like that. Sometimes we pray that God takes away the pain from somebody that we see. See in a, in a fragile state. And we thinking, a lot of us are thinking, when we take that pain away, when we take that pain away, that they're going to wake up and pick up their bed and walk. You know, we, we see that. We, we read about that in the scriptures in, in the New Testament. Jesus told, told the man on the sick bed, rise up, take your bed and walk. Take your mat and walk. And the brother did. And we think that that's going to happen every time we pray for that. And in some cases, that may be true. In another case, if he's saying... Take up that mat and walk. Do you know that maybe he's telling his spirit that it's time for the transition? Pick up your mat and walk. Walk up to the pearly gates and say hello to where you're going to be for the rest of eternity. A lot of us don't feel that way. A lot of us don't think like that sometimes because, because that's, that's above our pay grade. Amen. That's above, that's above our understanding. Matter of fact, even a person who's had many degrees learning how to 
dissect this, the Bible and you can have the best Bible scholars in the world. I know a lot of Bible scholars, but trust me, when you really look at it, you can't dissect this. The Lord sent me a word for you today to let you know that he's your help. That's right. He's your help. You're probably saying, oh man, Rev, it looked like you just wrapped up your sermon in, one, in, in, in a couple of sentences. You know, one verse can say a lot. So there's still three points for one verse. The first point of today's message is be specific about what you need. I'll say it again for my note takers. Be specific about what you need. Think about it. You're in distress. Something's really going wrong. You're getting a flat tire. I use a flat tire as an example. You're getting a flat tire. And you need to call for help. Who do you call for help? AAA maybe, right? You don't call AAA and tell them that I need my battery jumped if you need your tire fixed, right? Be specific. So don't be calling AAA and saying, oh, I need my battery jumped. Why you need your battery jump when you got a, and they come and they say, sir, your battery's fine. You got a flat tire. Why don't you just call and ask for, for face a flat or something? I mean, I'll do it. This is what, this is what the help would say. I'll do it, but this is not what you call me for. This is not technically my expertise. Amen. In other words, be specific. Bottom line, David was always specific about what kind of help he needed. Now, he may not have always done the right thing. Guilty. But he may not have always said the right words. Guilty. But he knew who to call on when it was time for help. Amen. Now, the beautiful thing about the Lord, when you ask the Lord for help, he will send angels in your midst to help you. Could be somebody you know that you trust. True. It might not, or it could be somebody else you don't trust or don't even know. Amen. I remember a time I got into an accident on the south side. It was a long time ago, a lifetime ago. Car got hit, um, couldn't move, I couldn't drive, drive it for nothing. The, uh, the, the front axle got torn, torn off to a point where I couldn't steer the car anywhere. And anyway, here I am. I'm in the middle of a situation on the bad side of, bad side of Chicago. Bad side. I'm not going to say where, but I'm just going to say bad side. Um, I couldn't move that car to save my life. I couldn't do it by myself. So a brother came to me and he helped me. Now, I'm not sure how much of a help he really was to me outside of moving my car. He wanted to get paid for moving the car across the street. Here I am. I'm giving him a couple whatever dollars I had on me. I didn't have much. You know, I'm here I am, what, what 17, 18 years old. I didn't have a lot of money on me. I'm a little kid. Well, I was a young kid then. And I needed real help, you know. So I'm calling. I'm calling my parents. I'm calling AAA. I'm calling everybody. I need help, you know. Not the, not the ghetto help because sooner or later, the people who hit me were coming back and I needed real help, you know. And I didn't think, I didn't think I was going to get out of it alive. You know, my parents came up. I still didn't think I was going to get out of it alive. It wasn't until God sent real help, sent a tow truck driver who called the cops. And, and here I am today because obviously I made it through. But, you know, what I'm trying to say is I asked for help. If I didn't ask for help, we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you. Many of you would have never met me. And I would have just been a statistic on the news. My Lord. 
you know, and what I'm trying to say is I asked the Lord for help that day. I was specific. I was specific about everything I needed. I needed my car towed. I needed to get out of there. I couldn't stay there much longer. Life was starting to get threatened. Uh, and a lot of people wonder why I don't come out a lot these days. It was that moment that kind of scarred me in terms of wanting to get out and do a lot of things because it's not because I don't trust people. It's just because I've been through a traumatic experience and I'm not really sure if I ever got over it. Amen. And I know a lot of you have gone through some traumatic experiences. Don't know if, and you don't know if you've gotten over that either. But guess what? God is still able. If you're specific about what you want when you pray and specific about what you need when you pray, God is going to reward you with what you ask. Amen. If you saying I need a job, you better be specific about what kind of job you want and what kind of job you need. Amen. Because if you just say, I want a job, don't be upset when you get a job at the car wash. Don't be upset when you get a job at McDonald's. Matter of fact, McDonald's ain't that bad. You can move up in the corporate and you might become somebody. You might even become the president. Amen. But if you're not specific about what you need, when you're going out there, only thing you're doing is just putting yourself on the line for a job that you will not be able to stand. Amen? I know some people, I've been one of these people who kept going out there trying to get jobs. Man, said the past couple of years, I talked about it a lot, but I'm going to talk about it right now because we're talking about help, right? I'm going out there, I say, Lord, I need this job, I need a job, blah, 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 blah. I get all these jobs. I get them all. I don't like them. I leave them. Why? Because it's not what I want. It's not what I needed. It's what I wanted. Amen. There's a difference between need and want. Want is something I just want. Need is something that I really need. I can say, I need the job. I just don't want it. What does that mean? What does that mean, Ray? What do you mean you need the job, but you don't want it? Need the money, but I don't want to do the work. That's probably a lot of us these days. We we want something, but we, but we don't want to take on the responsibility. Amen? Well, here I was finally realizing that. It took somebody to really, really hammer it in. Another help that the Lord has sent me, a helpmate, so to speak. And I realized this current job I have, is it the best job in the world? No. But is it the worst? No. I've worked worse. The Lord has blessed me with a job that's given me a great schedule, uh, with good days off good benefits, all that stuff. But you want to know what? Know what I just said? The Lord blessed me. Brian didn't bless me with this. I didn't touch it. Because if that was the case, I would have stayed at another job that I had gotten just a few weeks beforehand. Well, actually, the other job jumped on me before I could get to this job. And I got this job because I couldn't take the other job much longer because I wasn't getting paid enough to do enough to be enough. Amen. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is be specific. Bottom line, be specific. Second point, after being specific about what you need, you might want to really write down this one. Realize that you might be preventing your blessing from arriving. I'll say it again. Realize that you might be preventing your blessing from arriving. Do you know how many times I've sat and wondered why my blessing didn't come? 
A few years ago, I said to myself, where, where's my helpmate, Lord? Where is my helpmate? I said this. I said this in prayer. I said it a lot. Now, the Lord probably had answered me when I asked initially, but I didn't, I didn't stick around to listen to the conversation. I just decided to go on and do something else. But it wasn't until something happened. Something happened. One of my social media accounts got hacked. And a person this and this person, this specific person reached out to me. I know they're listening and and I'm I'm blessed that they are. They reached out to me, wanted to know what was going on. Because A, I had no idea that they were listening to my podcast on a regular. Um, they were listening to me preach almost every week. Didn't know this. One of my silent listeners, which is fine. I, I'm All my silent listeners and viewers, God bless you. I love you. Just want you to know that. Back to the story. They reached out to me. And, I, and I've known, uh, I had known and known of the person for much longer than this. But when we started talking, we started clicking. And when we started clicking, I started realizing that this person was the helpmate that the Lord had sent me. Situations before then wasn't ready. But guess what? God was preparing me and preparing this person to be a part of my life. That's right. There was my helpmate. And now, in addition to realizing the Lord has answered my prayers, here's the thing. I have to learn how to work with the answer to my prayers, have to to juggle my schedule around. I don't mind, you know. Every now and again, the person said, "I got to give you a break sometimes, Brian, because I think you get tired of of me." No, I'm not tired of you. That's what I tell my helpmate every day. I'm not tired of you. Trust me. You're the fuel I need. You're the extra fuel I need to get to get to the next step. If I did not have my helpmate right now, I probably would have left. The current job that I'm on right now, even though it's a good, it's a, it's a decent job. It's there's nothing wrong with it. It's great, amen. I'm actually feeling welcome. I'm feeling like a part of the group, and it's taken me a long time to feel that way. And then I learned recently in my former job, maybe some of those people that I thought were I was cool with weren't really that cool with me in the first place. And it's cool. It's cool because you know what? The Lord moves. He moves me. He removed me from one place to put me in a better place. Closer to home, closer to the family. Matter of fact, I get to take a good lunch. I get, I can have lunch with my folks every day. Amen. Doesn't matter what time of the day it is. I still have, t I have time to go see my folks. Amen. So it's a win-win. God has blessed me, and I'm so happy that He has blessed me. He had, He helped me realize that most of my walk, most of my journey, that I wasn't given him the chance to actually reward me when he wanted to reward me. Amen. How many of you feel that way sometimes? When you get up and you think you deserve this. You think, think you deserve this, but you don't know if you deserve it. It's because what you think you deserve is not what you are supposed to have in the first place. Amen. I was reminiscing uh, with someone the other day. I was telling them about what my goals were with the job that I'm mostly known for uh, through my friend, friend connections and whatnot, I said I had a dream to move up, work in training, and go from there. 
I'm not sure if I wanted to be a manager or anything. If anything, I wanted to be over the training department. Let's, let's bottom line that thing. That's what I wanted to do. I said I wanted to be a trainer. I wanted to, to master that and then become a, become the supervisor or manager of the training department of that job. Because I believed I was very good at training. Uh, I may not have been the best, but I was very good. Amen. I'm humble enough to realize that maybe I wasn't the best, but at least I was up there on the higher echelon. At least that's how I felt because I taught people what to do. If they did it, cool. If they added their own little touch to it, even better. Because the old saying goes, I've taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. Amen. It didn't happen that way. It didn't. You know, and I realized that that wasn't for me. Amen. I have so many great ideas. I still do, not just for them, but for where I am right now to help this grow. And you know what? In time, everything will work out. But you see what I'm trying to, the point is, I had to take the time to realize that maybe, just maybe, I'm the reason why my blessing hasn't arrived when it's supposed to. So I bet you something that's going on in your life, if you still feel upset that you're single, or you still feel upset that your marriage ain't working out the way you want it to. Or you're just upset that your job situation ain't the way it is. Or you're upset because the Lord removed somebody from your life that you didn't want them, want the Lord to remove right at that specific time. But guess what? There's a blessing with your name on it. There's a song that says that. And I wish I remembered it right now. I would sing it to you. Yes, I can sing. But I can't sing that song to you right now because I don't remember the words. But I know there's a blessing with your name on it. Amen. And then after that, third point. Know that help from God is more rewarding than anything else. I'll say it again and I will just praise the Lord after this. Know that help from God is more rewarding than anything else. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give God some praise because you know what? God is going to help you. God is going to save you. God is going to cure you. God is going to heal you. Now, that doesn't mean that there's some pain is not involved with this healing. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be some heartbreak, some heartache. We're all going through things, yes. That job, you were removed from that job for a reason. You walked away for a reason. You know the reason. God did not want you to go down like that. He did not want you to lose your life because of some fool. He did not want you to not see your blessing. Amen. I was listening to a friend talk on on uh, on one of their uh, webcasts. And they were just talking about how tired they are of the single life. I'm not going to put them on blast. I'm just going to say this. I was listening. I said a few things of encouragement. It's what I do. And I realized something. I realized something in that moment. They have a lot of energy. You know, I pray that they find what they're looking for. That's right. I do. I'm, I'm not saying it's me, but I'm still praying that they find what they're looking for. Because... Like I told them, they deserve the best of the best because they are the best. You know, 
Even they said near the end of their end of their the cat their webcast thing, they said this. They said there's someone out there for everyone. May not be me, but there's someone out there. Maybe my prayers got through. I said, there you go. There you go. You're realizing it. You know, like you need, you need to change. You, we all need to evolve. I've evolved. There was a t once upon a time, ladies and gentlemen, that Reverend Brian C. Pusey was too shy and too humble to get to get in a pulpit. Amen. You wouldn't believe it if you saw me in a pulpit and, and preach. You wouldn't believe it if you actually heard me in person. You would be like, man, this brother was born to preach. He should be preaching every Sunday, you know, and now I do. I preach every Sunday. Maybe not be the pulpit of my choice, but it's a pulpit, amen? You know, technology has come a long way. It's allowed me to get further, get out, get, my, get the message of the Lord out further than I would in just one pulpit. God is good. God has been my help. He's helped me see see me through a lot of things. A lot of things. I don't talk about everything. Yes, once upon a time, Facebook friends, I did talk about everything. I'm not going to sit here and tell, I'll swear on a stack of Bibles and Bible apps and tell you right now, yes, I'd get online and I would talk about my life as if it meant nothing. I was looking for help in the wrong places. It took a lot of talking because I'm stubborn. It took a lot of talking to, not only from you, but from my parents and many others to realize that talking to you about my problems is not where I'm going to receive my help. That's when I learned I had to talk to the Lord to talk about receiving the help I need. That's why the rewards are bountiful and plentiful as of today. I am so blessed to say that. You look back in your life, look back into your world, you're going to see great things too. Wonderful things, beautiful things, amazing things. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just come and say thank you. We want to thank you for the message and the messenger. We pray that this word is received and applied to our everyday walk and everyday life. You are our help. You are the one that we need to continue on and carry on in this thing called life, oh, Heavenly Father. So we pray that you just continue to be with us, walk with us, guide us, teach us, breathe through us. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank God. Welcome back to Safe Haven, guys. I'm glad that you all tuned in today. Another special service, another special time. Prayerfully, next Sunday, we'll be back at our regular time, 11.30. But, uh, you know, however God wants to, to utilize me or use me uh, throughout the weekend, I have to obey and be obedient to it. One of the beautiful things about having a podcast is that the schedule always fluctuates. But guess what? It comes out no matter what. I make sure of that and make sure of it well. For those who are interested in being a part of Safe Haven Podcast, you can go to www.safehavenpodcast.org. You can go and register as a, a future guest preacher or guest speaker, or you can uh, register the, for the email. Subscribe to the email so you can get updates on whenever we do release, and so therefore you can stay up to date, and you can always go and look at uh, or listen uh, to all previous podcasts 
going all the way back to the beginning, to the humble beginnings. <laughs> and you can always put in a prayer request. And you can always reach out to me for ministry contact if you want me to, if you would desire to have me come to your church or speak on your podcast as a guest or a radio show. That is the place to go. You can always reach out to me. I check all emails. I check all prayer requests. I keep a lot of it confidential if that is your choice. Once again, keep my family lifted up in prayer this week uh, for my uncle, uh, uncle's family. He like I said earlier in the podcast, he passed away um, last week. The funeral is going to be this Friday. Um, just keep me lifted up in prayer as I deliver the eulogy. Keep my aunt lifted up in prayer. Uh, keep um, my cousin lifted up in prayer and his family as well um, as they go through this period of uh, bereavement. So without further ado, we're going to depart for this week. But I pray that you all have a blessed one in advance. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for today. We thank you for the service. We pray that as you dismiss us from this place, to never dismiss us from your presence. Heavenly Father, continue to guide us, lead us, and be within us. So, Heavenly Father, no matter what we do today or forevermore, in your Son Jesus' name we pray, amen, and thank God. See you all next week. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. Have a blessed week. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.